broadcasting and podcasting just about under 100 miles, even maybe under 70 miles here on Thanksgiving weekend. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. A very happy Thanksgiving to you all here on episode number 13, number 33 total. Glad to have you with us. I'm George Koff here from Houston and from Richmond, just a little bit south of Houston. We have our good friend Desmond McLaughlin. Desmond, how are you doing on this Black Friday and this Thanksgiving weekend? Pretty good, George. You already know I'm ready to go out and do some shopping. Hopefully not that, you know, all those fights and stuff that you usually have during Thanksgiving for some reason. But and, 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 of course, watch some football, right? Exactly, yeah. My brother has his uh, high school football playoff game. I'm going to go watch him play. It's exciting to be the first time I've seen him play since I've been in college, but I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, family, food, and football. Gotta love it around this time of year. And uh, for that, we are going to just get you a little bit of a bridge version of a podcast episode where I kind of skip to the games of the weekend and not really try to talk about them. We will talk a little bit, but we got to move it forward. We're both a little busy, so you know, bear with us on this Thanksgiving weekend. All right, Desmond, we're going to talk about the game of the, the game that everyone's going to be watching tonight, or today, rather, Texas Tech and Texas. We all know that Texas Tech they struggled last week. They had a chance to beat Kansas State. Let's be honest. They had a chance. They mm-hmm. only lost by a field goal. And uh, Texas, they're 6-5. and five. They're finding ways to lose. They, you know, they're bowl eligible now. But, you you know, you, you said this last week. Texas Tech is going to be playing with everything, you know, nothing to lose. They're going to be putting everything on the line. The Chancellor Spurs, which is the trophy they play for, is on the line in Austin at 11 a.m. Who wins? That's um, I, 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 I told you last week, George. If me, personally, I'd be so happy if it'd be Texas. I wouldn't even care about all the losses. I mean, I, I mean, not that I wouldn't care about them, but they, they disappeared just for a second because we haven't beat Texas in a while. And um, that's always a huge game, you know. It's a huge rivalry there in Lubbock. And <clears throat> as you said, I think Texas Tech has nothing to lose. So they could either say that and be like, oh, well, well, I'll try. Or they could be like, well, since we have nothing to lose, just give it our all, you know. Um, because Texas does have some stuff to lose, you know. I've heard a couple couple rumors tom herman um you know you got to win in texas to keep your job there that's just exactly how that's how it is so you know you see yes they made a ball but if you lose texas tech that's not look good on your resume so they have, oh, they no. have a lot to lose over there so you got texas tech you got the red raiders yes i got the red raiders just because i'm i'm not choosing texas <laughs> <laughs> close, close, or uh, maybe it'll blow I, up. I, yeah, yeah. If we win, it'll be a close. It'll be a close game. Touchdown, field goal. Um, I'll say touchdown. Okay, so uh, to Red Raiders by seven. Um, yeah, for me, uh, I, I kind of have been thinking about this, and I know you talked about last week that uh, you had heard some insight from the football program that Matt Wells might be gone after this year. Um, I don't know how credible that was, and um, based off of the way they've played the last two weeks, I think there's a lot of fight in those Red Raiders. Uh, for me, though, Texas is a 10-point favorite at home on Thanksgiving weekend. This story is something we've heard too many times, whether it be against A&M, whether against BTCU or Tech, whoever they play, or Kansas even on, on the end of, of the season. Uh, you know, it hates me to say this, but maybe I just am taking it for the uh, the record. And for me, I got to take uh, I gotta take the Texas Longhorns. It hurts me to say that, but I'll take the Longhorns by, I don't know, touchdown. 
Texas by touchdown. All right, Desmond, let's move back to you. Uh, we're going to talk Virginia Tech, Virginia. This is the Commonwealth Cup. Uh, both teams are a win in this game, and you a win in this game, and the uh, or the winner rather goes to the ACC championship game to face Clemson. Uh, Virginia Tech is looking to make their first appearance in the ACC championship game in a while. Virginia even longer. Uh, this one is at Virginia. Virginia Tech has not beaten Virginia in or correction. Virginia has. Uh, Virginia Tech has not beaten Virginia in like 13 years. Another 11 o'clock early kickoff. Who wins? I got Virginia Tech in this game, George. I think they're going to win this one 24-7. Um, I just think it's their year this year. They're going to win this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I think they're the better, the stronger team. I got Virginia Tech as well. Um, I don't know why people are saying. I would say Virginia Tech by now 14. Um, I think Virginia Tech is good, and I mean they're 24th. They're ranked 24th in the College Football Playoff. If yeah. they do get to the ACC Championship game, that gives Clemson a little bit of a boost because that would be a ranked opponent. First time they'd see a ranked opponent since Texas A&M, <laughs> which is weird because that was what weeks two of the season. Yeah, first second week of the of the season. Virginia Tech is a two-point favorite, so that game is going to be close, and it's on ABC today on Black Friday. All right, Desmond, we got the biggest, maybe the biggest game of the week or of the day, um, ranked-wise, or what the most implications? Cincinnati and Memphis, the two highest-ranked group of five opponent or group of five teams in the college football playoff. Memphis is a twelve-point favorite. It's at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Memphis has to win to clinch their spot in the American Conference Championship. Cincinnati's already done that. So we could be seeing Cincinnati-Memphis Part 1 and Part 2 next week. Do you think that's the case? Or do you think Cincinnati maybe throws it in, throws in or gets a win and maybe makes that that division race a little bit interesting? No, George. I, I, just, I think Memphis is a stronger team. And plus, it is Memphis. We're giving them an advantage. So I do think that we will see a Cincinnati Memphis part two. And I think on the part two, I think Cincinnati will come back and win that one. So that's just my future prediction. Ooh, so you got Memphis and then so you got you got them splitting the uh, the two games, I guess then. Yes. Ooh, okay. Um for me I'm gonna take Memphis as well. Um they're home, strong team at home. We saw what they did to SMU at home. They were uh very good team and SMU really didn't have a defense, but again that team that game had almost had over a hundred points. So yeah, I'll take Memphis. No, I'm not sure about next week. Um, I almost would want to say, where is the game going to be played? I believe it would actually be played at Memphis again, so it would be an exact same scenario. Um, but we'd have to wait and see. All right, one more game for the to today's action, and we'll get to Saturday's action. All right, we have the Apple Cup. Desmond, do you have any cha- any ideas of what two teams are involved in the Apple Cup? I do not, George. Well, no. banana. <laughs> No, no. So the Apple Cup is, uh, if I told you this, the state, it's in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, the state is responsible for like 65% of the uh, nation's apples. Any ideas what state that might be? Nation's apples. Oh, gosh, I'm bad with like where food comes from. Seattle is the is a city. Okay, Washington. There you go. So Washington, Washington State played this in that rivalry game. The last few years, the game, the rivalry game has meant a lot. Sometimes it means team goes to the Pac-12 championship game, or it means bowl eligibility. Both teams are six and five in this game, so not very, uh, 
not very interesting. One team's going to barely get bowl eligible. One's going to be seven and five. Washington is a touchdown favorite. It's at 3 p.m. on Fox today. Desmond, I feel like this is kind of like when you flip a coin and you choose. Do you got Mike Leach or uh, or the Huskies? Actually, I got to hear your first, George. You what? I want to hear your input first. Okay. Um, for me, um, you, I, in my opinion, you never go against Mike Leach in the Cougars, and they're coming off a comeback victory last week. I've got Mike Leach. Washington State wins finally over Washington for once. Uh, I'm, who you say was? Who did you say was home? Uh, Washington, Washington is the Huskies are. It's in Seattle. That's what I'm going with George. Okay. Anytime you say it's one of those flip up games. And I know much about them. I'm always going to go with the home team, George. So By how much? Well, I, I think it's going to be like a one to three point game. It's going to be close. Ooh, ooh, you heard it here first. We got a close Apple Cup. Somebody's going to be barely squeezing. Possibly, possibly overtime. Ooh, somebody's going to be barely squeezing it out to get the, the, the victory the there. See, <laughs> yeah, see what they're Apple. All right. Uh, I know we gotta make this a little bit quicker, but we're gonna we're gonna go through these uh, six games on Saturday that mean a lot. We're gonna start with the the game. That's the rivalry game. Ohio State Michigan top fifteen matchup. It's in Ann Arbor. Ohio State's looking to uh, remain undefeated to get to the Big Ten championship and keep their playoff hopes alive. Desmond, who wins this one? Does Jim Harbaugh finally get a win over the Buckeyes, or is it uh, or is it? Ohio State just steamroll. George, I've been telling you for weeks now, this is the best team in college football. Yes, they struggled a little bit against Penn State. Again, Penn State still was a top 10 team, and they still can win with the W. But Ohio State's not going to lose this game. Ooh. They're not going to lose this game to a two-loss Michigan team, though. Ohio State's got this one in the bag. I think it'll be <clears throat> I think it'll be between 21-24 points win. I've got Ohio State as well. Um, I think if if Jim Harbaugh maybe had this team moving, uh, playing how they had earlier in the week in the year, maybe, but not th- not this week. Um, all right, the Iron Bowl, Alabama Auburn. This game, nobody's going to the SEC championship game based off of this game. It doesn't matter, um, but it does matter for Bama. Can Mac Jones go into Jordan Hare and defeat the Tigers, or is this going to be Bowie Nix's chance to first chance to beat the Crimson Tide? I think that Alabama would win this game. I think it would be like closer than what it would have been if they would have had Tua. I'm saying like a 10-point game. But I do okay. think Alabama still has enough surrounding the new quarterback that they'll still be able to get the win. Yeah, I got Bama as well. I, I think Jerry Judy and uh, I always say Jerry D- Judy and that's it. But Jerry Judy, Jason Waddle, Jalen Waddle and, Waddell and um, uh, Najee Harris. I just think that the the D, the Guys around Mac Jones make them better, and they'll they'll get a win. All right, uh, let's go to the game day game. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Minnesota. They play for the Paul Bunyan Axe. This one is the first trip for game day to Minneapolis, uh, which is crazy. Uh, Minnesota's a, a top ten team. Wisconsin's number twelve. It's at home for the Golden Gophers. It means a lot. Minnesota, or the winner of this game, goes to the Big Ten Championship game to face Ohio State next weekend. Desmond, you got to feel that Minnesota's going to have some uh, some just excitement to play. Yeah. What, who do you go with? 
Wisconsin. Oh, you wasn't college game day. I'll go with Wisconsin. Oh, you think college games is going to be too much of a uh, presence for Minnesota? Is that the, is that? I, I, I don't even think that. I think Wisconsin is just the better team. Okay. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to disagree. Uh, I think this is Minnesota's year and Minnesota's time to shine. Uh, in the words of Herb Brooks, the famous coach in uh, for uh, the U.S. hockey team, now is your time. So go out there and take it. I've got the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The Golden Gophers. Row the boat. Sky you ma. Go Gophers. Uh, I got PJ Flex squad winning that one. All right. Uh, we got three more games. Let's go to let's go to uh, now. Uh, let's go to correction. Uh, Knoxville. I was gonna say Nashville. Actually, yes. Let's go to Knoxville for the Vanderbilt Tennessee game. This one does not actually have a name to it, which is weird because it's between the two Tennessee teams. You got the Commodores and you got the Volunteers. Tennessee's on a hot streak. They've won like four of their last five. They are just rolling through the SEC points. Like granted, the teams they've beaten, they should have beaten anyway. You know, and this is from a team that started one in oh and four at the start of or one and four at the start of the season. Vanderbilt, on the other hand, they are three and eight. They've kind of kind of gone up and down. They had a uh, rough start to the season, got some wins in the middle, and now they're looking to try to get a win over their rival, Desmond. Does Tennessee continue their hot streak, or does Vanderbilt upset? Tennessee continues a hot streak, George. Uh, as mentioned, they did start off really slow. Did they lose, like, a nobody like the first week of the season? Yeah, they lost to Georgia State and BYU in the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, exactly. But they have been on a hot streak. Maybe they regain their composure lately, but I think they're going to I think I'm going to blow through Vanderbilt today. No, I agree exactly with everything you just said. I got to go with a blowout, and I think it's going to be not any, not good. All right, let's go to Bedlam, and then we'll head to the to Baton Rouge here. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. It's ranked. The ranked matchup. I cannot believe I'm saying that that Oklahoma State is ranked, but Oklahoma is looking for one more win before they get to the Big Twelve Championship game against Baylor. They're also looking to keep their playoff hopes alive. Desmond, we saw in the rankings that the Big 12 got a huge jump from Oklahoma, from Oregon losing last week, and now you got two top 10 teams, and even a chance, let's say Baylor wins out, you could have an opportunity that Baylor could sneak in there should teams lose or win. So, um, Desmond, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, the Bedlam rivalry in Stillwater, 7 p.m. on Fox. I believe Oklahoma is a 14-point favorite. Who wins this matchup? I know who I'm going to choose. I've been talking about this man all year long. He had one, one bad game, all right? Okay. Uh, correction. He had two or three close oh. games during the last two weeks. <laughs> one loss, George. Oh, you, baby. Boomer sooner. Okay, Boomer. Oh, oh, you're ready to say that, weren't you? Oh, yeah. And you know what, Desmond? Um... Uh, I feel like you had to pick an upset this week, and I guess I'll call yours Washington's being the upset, unless you have one more in you here for the final game. But awesome. uh, um, I I kind of want Oklahoma to lose just because, again, I've jumped on that Baylor train from, like, week four. You know, whoop, whoop, chugga, 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 choo, choo. And wow. with the playoff going through Waco. And for me, I don't know if Oklahoma is just going to start beating its – I think – Oklahoma will lose this game by beating itself in the foot. And I've got to go with the Oklahoma State Cowboys on this one. I think um, Chuba Hubbard, the Canadian, the guy that's the running back, the Canadian, he's got like 130 yards of averaging per game. You know what? For me, 
anytime I get to root for a Canadian in an American sport, you got to go for it. Oh, Canada, go Chuba. I got the Cowboys in an upset. And then the final game that we're going to pick here before we uh, let you guys enjoy your wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, Texas A&M takes on the second-ranked LSU Tigers. Now, according to the AP poll, this is the A&M's third AP top or uh, number one ranked team that they will face, which is the first time ever in college football. A&M are going into Baton Rouge. Obviously, last year from the 74-72 victory in Kyle Field, that was seven overtimes, huge win. And, of course, now LSU wants every bit of revenge and wants to just to have that opportunity to beat A&M at home. It's a night game. Death Valley at night is a death sentence for teams. You know, that's the famous thing, Death Valley, where dreams come, where opponents' dreams come to die. You know, we, we've seen Joe Burrow say, we're ready, or that was or Orgeron, you know, we're ready. We're coming. We're coming. We're ready. You know, I saw an article that said if an alligator could talk, it would be Coach O. Um, uh, because of the way he talks, it would be that bad. But enough talk. This game's at 6 p.m. on ESPN. I believe LSU is a – they are a 16.5-point favorite. I'm going to go to you first so I can close the show with my pick. Tigers or Aggies? Who you got? George. <clears throat> There's a reason why I saved my upset pick this week. Ooh! Okay, I like where you're going with this. Now, granted, Anum's lost a few games against really good teams. Let's be honest, they've kept it close most of the games. Correct. So I have Anum winning this game against them. I think it will be close, but I have them getting the win. What's your score? What you got? Um, I have 38-35. Wow. You think that AM defense is going to be enough to stop Joe Burrow? It's, let's be honest. This is the last game that matters. We'll probably play some bowl game. We'll probably against like a no-good team. They're going to win this game, George. They're going to give it all they have. Because if they beat LSU, think about, think about the campus. Think about the team, how good they'll feel. You know, being the second-ranked. Oh, and also think about how much it means to LSU's hopes. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not saying it's going to ruin their hopes because they would still be able to get to the playoff with a win in, in the SEC championship game. And but also, you can go as far as saying LSU beat Texas and and beat LSU. Transitive property A and M over Texas. Exactly. So 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 for me, um, I've kind I've kind of think thought about this. Really, I've just tried to decide who to take. And um, I, my heart says A&M. My head is telling me LSU. 16 and a half points is a lot to try to say that A&M, I think, will cover. Yeah, that's you know, a lot. Last, week, last week, I said that Georgia was going to be the best chance for A&M to beat, or best team that A&M had a chance to match up well they and beat. They kept it close, did they not? They did. They kept it close. And here's the thing. LSU... I feel like there's this game's going to go two ways. It's either going to be LSU's going to annihilate, cream, dominate, blow us out, you, whatever word you want to use, by 25. Or it's going to be a one-point game come down to the last possession. If I have – if Kellerman has the ball in his hands in the last possession, do I trust him from last year against this team? Yes. This year? 
if the refs aren't calling bad calls, yes, I would trust him. I just I, I, I can't my my gut is telling me like I my heart's telling me A&M, my head's telling me LSU, my gut's telling me LSU as well, and I gotta take the Tigers to win. Um I would be ecstatic if AM was able the Aggies were able to pull it out, but I'll take the uh, uh I'll take the Tigers. But here's one thing I wanna say. Twenty twenty is Jimbo Fisher's year. Year three, you'll have another class of recruits coming in. Schedule is favorable. You get Bama, LSU. You get LSU at home, Bama on the road. However, you get Bama on the road in November. The last time that happened, Johnny upset the tide. Mond will stay for another year. Mond has everything in him to keep this team alive. 2020 is Jimbo Fisher's year and the Aggies' year. So you've heard, you've marked my words on that. And uh, we hope. We're going to end the podcast right there. We hope you enjoyed our rivalry picks. And for all the other rivalry games we didn't pick, enjoy your college football Saturday, your Black Friday college football Friday, your Thanksgiving weekend, and we will catch back with you guys for championship Saturday on next week and hopefully see if and have our predicted playoff. So signing off here for the fifth quarter podcast, I am George Koff, just in Houston. And for my colleague in Richmond, Justin McLaughlin, saying so long for the fifth quarter podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, and we'll catch you next week.